So I'm Kevin Trainer, Senior Associate Athletic Director for Public Relations and former Student Athlete Engagement here at the University of Arkansas and been uh, here at the University of Arkansas in my 26th year full-time and including my time as a student uh, over 30 years uh, here at the University of Arkansas. So what drove your interest to serve on the COSIDA Board of Directors? So COSIDA was always something that was uh, a part of um, my career in sports information and media relations. And uh, early in uh, my career, I had uh, the guidance of a a lot of great uh, leaders uh, within COSIDA, um, people like Langston Rogers and uh, Doug Vance and Bill Little and, and, and others that uh, in, influenced uh, my career and, and saw individuals that were involved in their organization and helping bring, you know, other generations along uh, in the business to continue on uh, what, what they've built uh, in the organization. And so was interested in that. Certainly I was interested in getting to know people around the country that were doing uh, what I did. Um, and also clearly opportunities to network uh, for potential jobs and not knowing what the future might hold to, to get to know people around the country. But uh, what I found was uh, just uh, uh, not only the organization was helpful, but just a, a tremendous group of individuals uh, from all over the country, men and women who represent all, all different divisions and, and all different uh, conferences, uh, but had a shared goal uh, of uh, promoting uh, student athletes, coaches, and, and programs. And so it was something that uh, I took to. And as far as board service, uh, I was a member, an at-large member of the, the board, and uh, then decided to run for the officer rotation. And so currently the third vice president. Um, in the officer rotation and uh, really just wanted an opportunity to give back to COSIDA the way it's given to me and the way that the leaders have done before. I'm, I'm very excited about the future of this organization and about where it's going and the possibilities. And I think we're at a really pivotal time in our organization as intercollegiate athletics changes as our jobs and so many of the jobs of colleagues around the country continue to change. Um, I think this organization can be a, a catalyst for change, not just within our organization and our membership, but in intercollegiate athletics as a whole. Absolutely. And as a veteran in this industry, uh, what are you most thankful for? Well, I, I'm thankful for an opportunity to do something that, that I love, uh, that I'm passionate about. Um, you know, it, it is, uh, some people don't understand sports is still a job. Uh, there, there are some days that are, uh, not as good as others, but, um, certainly when you get up in the morning, you're excited about what you're doing. You're exciting, excited about what's happening, uh, with, with what's going on. And, and there, you know, there are a lot of great victories to enjoy, uh, and, and certainly everyone enjoys the championships and the, and the victories and the great memories, but, most of all, it's uh, the relationships and getting to uh, see and invest in uh, young people, getting to know colleagues, coaches, and, and develop those friendships, not just at your own institution or your own conference, but uh, around the country and get to know those individuals. And whether you're playing uh, someone on the field or on the court, chances are in this industry, uh, you're, you're going to know someone who's uh, with the other team who comes to your uh, um, comes to your location and you have a chance to catch up with them and 
And that's what I enjoy uh, most about it. Absolutely. So building off that, what do you feel passionate about in life? I'm passionate uh, about first my faith, my family. Uh, I have two daughters, uh, one in college who is uh, followed into uh, the sports information profession, uh, one who's in high school. And, you know, that's that's important to me. And in this uh, business, I think it's important to have a support system and to have some perspective outside of athletics. It can kind of can kind of get caught up in it. Uh, It can be all intensive. And uh, but uh, that really helps give you perspective outside any job, including job and and athletics. So uh, I'm passionate about my family, my faith. And then again, the opportunity to, in my case, uh, help tell the stories of uh, student athletes, coaches, and, and all the success we've had here at the University of Arkansas. But I would add to that, again, uh, you know, going back to uh, with COSIDA, uh, I'm passionate about the future uh, for our organization and, and for where we can go. And so I think as you uh, work, continue to work inside this business, uh, that uh, spectrum expands and you look to make an impact, not just where you are, but uh, around the country and, and help make it uh, better for someone who's following in your footsteps, just as those that came before me did for me. Navigating away from the industry and more to your personal life, what's uh, what are some things that are on your bucket list? Well, I, I've been very fortunate and I don't take it for granted some of the opportunities that I've had uh, through the years, whether that's um, college World Series, uh, uh, bowl games. Um, I've had an opportunity to be a part of the Cotton Bowl for uh, more than 25 years uh, and, and to, to do some other outstanding events, uh, the college football playoff, to be a part of that since its inception and, and, and working some events uh, remarkable, the Masters and, 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 you know, just a number of great events. But there are always a few still out there. I would love, uh, love to work a Ryder Cup um, and, uh, you know, it's just a unique atmosphere uh, of that event and, and um, United States and, and Europe and the competition uh, to, to be able to do that. I still haven't been to a Super Bowl, and I, I'm sure I will at some point, but just to experience that. But uh, I'll, I'll be honest, if, if there were some things uh, within sports, I, I've, I've been blessed to do uh, and be a part of a lot of uh, really great events. But uh, beyond that, would love to uh, love to continue to travel uh, with my family and and, uh, and and have to see an opportunity to see uh, some parts of the world that I haven't been to yet. Absolutely. So what's something that COSIDA membership doesn't know that makes board membership so rewarding? I think one thing that uh, service is just rewarding. And, and again, I think one thing that I've certainly enjoyed as part of uh, my role uh, as first a large member and now as an officer in COSIDA is getting to understand the breadth and depth of the organization and its membership. Um, uh, I work in division one, I work in a, a, a power five conference and, and I know uh, the day to day of, of what happens within our organization. Uh, but there are a lot of uh, outstanding colleagues that have different challenges uh, that have 
um, different opportunities than I do and, and, and getting to learn more about uh, not only those in other divisions, but our two-year colleges, uh, junior colleges uh, in, in Canada, uh, getting to talk to those individuals. And, and uh, you know, out of that, I don't think there's any way out of those conversations, you can't come back with tremendous respect for the men and women that are a part of this. Uh, they're hardworking. Uh, they're very dedicated to their craft. Uh, they're putting others first. And, and so I, I think uh, my uh, tenure at, with on the COSADA board has only affirmed what I thought and really uh, expanded uh, my view to the outstanding work being done by our members all over the country and around the world. And kind of building off that as well, what, what's your biggest challenge as it relates to the profession now and in the future? Well, I think we're, as I mentioned before, we're at a pivotal point in our membership um, and not just in uh, sports information or media relations, but in intercollegiate athletics. There, there are a lot of talented uh, young people that are coming into our business and um, are leaving uh, for others, uh, sometimes based on uh, those are lifestyle decisions, whether it's the amount of time uh, they're donating, it's a balance of, of uh quality of life. And, and so I, I think that's one of the big challenges we face is how to balance the demands of our job. And, and there certainly are a lot and, and, and people in this business work hard. Uh, but I, I think people also uh, have to understand that uh, there are other priorities in life. And so how can we look at what we do uh, continue to do an excellent job, but adapt so that we can also be there for our spouses, be there for our families, and, uh, and really um, continue to be healthy. I, I've been very pleased with all the initiatives for mental health and well-being and, and physical fitness and those things that typically get cast aside when you're short on time or you're, or you're busy uh, with other items. And so um, I, I, that's something I've learned a little bit more as I've gotten into the business is you have a family. Um, certainly as a, as a young practitioner in this business, it was all work all the time, sports, and, and, and I loved it. And, um, and so you don't want to take that passion and work ethic away. That's, that's a pillar of our industry. But I, I do think uh, we have to help each other uh, figure out ways to be more effective. And, and in, in some cases, that means leaving behind some things that have been hallmarks of what we've done. Uh, to adapt to what is needed from us today. And, and I think that's really at the heart of also uh, what we're looking at as an organization as far as how do we move forward? What do we look like? Uh, what is our brand? And what are we bringing to the table? So that to me is, is, is probably the biggest challenge is just uh, making sure that we position ourselves and others uh, for success going forward. And if you could change one thing about working in the athletic communication office, what would it be? Well, I, I think it would be, you know, there's some, some things that, that, that come to mind. Uh, clearly, we all, um, we all are looking for opportunities to advance. Uh, we're all looking for opportunities to be recognized uh, for the work we're doing, uh, both in compensation and uh, just in, in, in recognition. Uh, but 
you know, the one thing right now I, I would want to change is just the confidence of our membership. Uh, the, the men and women I've come into, come in contact to uh, both in my professional career and during my rotation here with the COSADA board, they are some of the smartest, uh, hardest working, intelligent uh, leaders in intercollegiate athletics. But I think sometimes we spend so much time putting others out front to publicize them that uh, we may discount what we bring and uh, don't spend a lot of time thinking about that. We're, we're so used to uh, being in, in the background. Uh, we don't always advocate for ourselves uh, the way that we should. So uh, my, my hope or my, my uh, wish for our membership would be uh, that um, this organization can provide them the s- skills and the tools uh, to advocate on their own campus. Um, uh, advocacy is important. I'm, I have the pleasure to be a liaison to our advocacy committee, but it's not a national organization issue entirely. It is each and everybody's campus, uh, their organization. Uh, we have to be confident. We have to go in with uh, um, a game plan and, and present the exciting things that we're doing. And I see that changing. I, I hope that continues to and and um, as best we can, our board, our organization is here to help with that. Absolutely. And can you tell us something that few people know about you? Well, you know, it, it's interesting, this, this business. Uh, a lot of um, you, you have some extroverts, you have some introverts. Uh, certainly, I, I'm not been accused of being shy in, in the past. So I've had some opportunity to do a lot of things. Some people may not know, I, I, I decided one of the things on my bucket list was to uh, sing the national anthem. So I sang the national anthem at one of our baseball games a few years ago. And, and uh, part of that was really uh, just to do something that uh, made me a little bit uncomfortable. I, I certainly have uh, had uh, some experience singing, but uh, getting in front of a, a group that you know, including a coach and players that I work with uh, every day in, in baseball as a baseball sport administrator, you know, it, it was something that uh, I was continuing to test myself. And so uh, that, that's that's probably uh, one thing that uh, some people uh, wouldn't know about me. Um, uh, also that I've had an opportunity to be here at the University of Arkansas. My brother was an All-American place kicker here. And so uh, there's a family legacy here. Um, uh, but uh, it's it's been an opportunity to do some neat things, and and then that's uh, that's the exciting part of it is we're not each of us are not just one thing, uh, we're a, we're a combination of all these different factors. So that's exciting to to think about not only for ourselves but for other people as well. Most definitely. And to finish off the session, how would your best friend describe you in four words or less? Four words or less. Well, Diet Coke is two words. Uh, popcorn is a third. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I think uh, hopefully they would uh, hopefully they would describe me as someone who cares, uh, someone who's invested, invested um, in their family, invested in his faith, invested in his profession. Um, someone who is compassionate. Uh, and uh, uh, someone who is uh, really, you know, joy to be around. And, and, and those are the things that I, I think that are important. Uh, there are a lot of games 
there have been plenty of wins, a lot of great wins here. There have been some devastating losses. Uh, there have been moments that were extremely difficult with the loss of life, and, and those really set uh, set parameters to, to what's important. But, you know, when at the end of the day, uh, if if people felt like that uh, my career or that my friendship has uh, been uplifting to them, has encouraged them, and they enjoyed uh, the time that we spent together, then then that that will uh, be valuable to me. Absolutely. You know, while I've, I've had an opportunity to be here at the University of Arkansas for a number of years, I, I think one of the biggest um, breaks that I had in the profession was an opportunity to do an internship at the Southeastern Conference and uh, had that opportunity uh, to work for 10 months uh, at the SEC and media relations. Uh, Roy Kramer uh, was the commissioner and uh, it, it was an opportunity to see the world from a different place, not just physically uh, there in Birmingham, but also to see um, intercollegiate athletics from the view and the scope uh, of a conference office. And uh, it was an exciting time. We were had just moved the SEC championship game to Atlanta uh, at the old Georgia Dome. And, and that was huge. The SEC basketball tournaments were fantastic. You had uh, guys like Corliss Williamson and Shaquille O'Neal and, 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 and some great basketball games. And but really opened my eyes and, and create helped create friendships and, and colleagues that I still uh, count on today. And so, uh, you know, I, I encourage people that are in this business to, whether it's an internship, whether it's volunteering uh, at other conference tournaments, other events, to get out and make those connections, uh, not just because perhaps it will lead to a, a job, although many times it does, uh, it led to that internship, but just the connection points. Uh, there are very few people that understand precisely what we do. Uh, and the ability to be able to pick up the phone, uh, make a call, and uh, and talk to someone who uh, walks in your shoes, although it be be somewhere else, uh, it is really invaluable. So um, the SEC was was a big step for me. Uh, grateful for that, and and that was born out of getting out, making relationships, and uh, looking for those opportunities. The greatest thing about this profession is you never know where that next opportunity will come from. And uh, that's, that's one of the valuable things about this business. So I'd encourage whether people are young in the business or uh, more veteran in the business to continue to grow, continue to meet people, to reach out. There's a lot to learn. And uh, who knows that that person may just help you uh, make the next step someday. That's a great story. I think that's a valuable lesson that everyone can take from that excerpt and um, just shows the importance of connections, not only in athletic communications, but in any industry that you join in. Um, someone that walks in your shoes, does a similar or the same job as you, will be able to relate to you more than anyone else you're trying to connect with. Yeah, I mean, it just happened to be uh, a uh, well-timed snowstorm and sitting in a in an airport in Lexington, Kentucky, when I had a chance to visit with the head of the SEC media relations. And six months later, I had an opportunity to work at the SEC. So uh, I often tell people the first time 
someone meets you is when you're looking for a job, that's probably not going to be very effective. Uh, but if they know you, if they've become invested in your future success, uh, then it's not just you uh, that's looking out for the next step. You've got a team that's helping you get there. Absolutely. Well, once again, thank you for your time. Yeah, Brandon, thanks. Thank you. And appreciate, uh, appreciate you doing this and hope, uh, hope the rest of your week is good. Appreciate that.